Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the Escape at Danamora After Show. We are sadly talking about part six and seven, which means the conclusion to this crazy miniseries, but we're going to be discussing everything from flashbacks to bad parenting and almost making it to the Canadian border. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz this cool song oh man is the credit song to escape at danamora welcome to the escape at danamora after show i'm your host leslie powers joined by my lovely co-host hi everyone i'm heather geisler and we are so excited to get started and talking about the conclusion sad yes of this after show um but we also have some awesome stuff coming up later in the show like our special segment called escape artists where Obviously, we're going to showcase some people trying to escape from prison. Mm -hmm. And we have some news and gossip as well about what Ben Stiller is up to next. He is the director of the show. And also what it was like uh, filming in this exact prison that they escaped from, which is totally creepy. Yes, we're very excited. But I want to dive into some initial thoughts because this was a kind Mm -hmm. of strange ending to the miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. We had a full flashback episode Mm -hmm. and then in like hour and 40 minute. Mm -hmm. Conclusion. So there was a lot of prison escaping happening here. Yeah, the flashback episode caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that episode. And then it put you into kind of, at least it put me into kind mm-hmm. of a weird mood going into their actual escape and getting recaught. But, yeah. oh, it was gratifying for me. I yeah, loved it. I wonder if mm-hmm. they did that on purpose. Like, I, they really wanted to remind you, like, mm-hmm. these are criminals. Right. I felt like yeah. it, that episode only worked then. It couldn't have worked earlier on. I agree. Because we would have had a tainted view of all of them. Yeah, because I feel like for the first five episodes, you've been really getting mm-hmm. to know them. And I, I've really be, like come to like them in yeah. some way, <laughs> which is messed up. But we're all into serial yeah. killers these days and Definitely. whatnot. So <laughs> I'm not weird. But um, I feel like, yeah, we left off with them getting out of jail. Mm-hmm. And kind of being left to their own devices and Tilly not being there for them to help. And Mm -hmm. so then you go into a flashback and it's like, oh, I've been caring about them and I want them to be out and do well. And then you realize, oh, they went to jail for a reason. Yeah, and we got a lot of surprises in that episode. I I did not anticipate any of that. Well, I... Like I said before in the last two episodes, mm-hmm. I listened to this podcast with Ben mm-hmm. Stiller. Stupid, 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 because I heard way too much. But I knew that they were going to show what they had done. Mm-hmm. So, But I didn't know when that was happening. So I knew what they had done, but seeing it was like a totally different ballgame. I averted my gaze at certain <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't watch this, but I need to. I can't I know. watch this, but I need to. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, like I said, we left off with them getting out of prison, and then now we're seeing what happened to them before. Um, so let's talk a little bit about these flashbacks. Because yeah. who doesn't love a good flashback? It's like Lost all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Lost? Yes, I did. Oh, From yes. day one. Oh, yes. I knew that was going to be a good show. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, so David Sweat's flashback was first. Yeah. And did you... Man. Yeah, did you know, like, did you think we were in the present day because there was a cop involved? Hmm. Like, did you know it was a flashback right away? 
I no, I didn't know it was a flashback. I I definitely thought it was present day, and I thought we were gonna see him catch them. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I thought was gonna happen. And then I really cared for this guy. I know he was <sighs> good. I can't I can't pinpoint what that actor's been in. Yeah, he was definitely He's familiar. Around. I think True Blood. Uh, <gasps> True Blood. I, yeah, I think he was in yeah, True Blood. Yeah, and right. so, yeah, I felt like I had a connection with him. I was like, oh, man, you had to yeah. go and tug at my heartstrings and then kill him. Yeah, it was pretty Gosh. brutal. Yeah. But, yeah, my husband didn't. I knew I was like, oh, this has to be the flashback episode because it hadn't happened yet. But my husband said what gave it away is that he had a flip phone because mm. he went, his wife called him. And yeah. that's what it, it was like. Oh, uh, this this must be smart. Mm-hmm. a different time. Mm-hmm. So we see this cop kind of doing mundane things on, you know, his night shift um, except for when I watched it a second time around, I caught that on the radio, they told him to be on the lookout for three white men in a truck. And there mm. had been a firework, fireworks burglary, mm-hmm. I think is what they said. Mm-hmm. But I didn't catch that until I watched it a second time around. Got it. So he was already looking for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he goes and cleans up debris in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, clocks people for their speed. And then he goes home to see his wife and they yeah. have this really cute scene. Yeah. And then uh-huh. <laughs> he finds the three white men in the truck. And was it a gas station parking lot? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And did you know it was David Sweat at first? Because they kind of shade like He was in the dark. Yeah. They did, did that on purpose. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't want it to be him because I yeah. grew very fond of Sweat. Yes. Even until the end, I was I fond of him. Yeah, but I, uh, I thought it was interesting just the pace of... Mm-hmm. going about his night shift and and up yeah. until that point and then it happened very fast and yes. really like threw us into the episode uh i yeah mm-hmm. i didn't i still felt I, I couldn't believe that he was running him over it didn't to me it didn't seem like it matched anything that i knew about him up until that point granted i didn't know anything about him <laughs> but we're best but friends. i felt like he was I, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was in there wrongfully, almost. Yeah. Like, I didn't think he did what, you know, he was actually convicted for. Well, mm-hmm. we see him, we see somebody, and it's kind of, like, mm-hmm. shaded his face, but we see him shoot him, like, what ends up, it's 13 times, mm-hmm. and then run this cop over. Mm-hmm. For what? For fun? I don't know. It was this, so sick and twisted. I had no idea why he did that. Yeah. But then you realize the cop isn't dead. And so you see another man with David Sweat actually put a bullet in the cop's mm-hmm. head, and that's what killed him. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I think David Sweat's been in, in denial and why he said on right. that phone call in the beginning of yeah. the series, like, I, they're calling me a cop killer. Yeah. And it's like, he really doesn't think he did that. Right. Yeah, he, so he's yeah he's not really in touch with that reality. No, because yeah. he's like, no, the other guy did it. Right. And I mean, the other guy probably wouldn't have shot him if, he was finishing the job, essentially. Exactly. So Exactly. Sweat started it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, no. I was like, not sweat. It's so sad. No, take it back. Take it back. Um, but yeah, he truly believes he didn't do it. So I think that that probably fueled his um, desperation to get out because mm-hmm. he probably did feel like he was wrongfully mm-hmm. convicted. Yeah. And I'm really curious what happened to that guy, the other guy that put mm-hmm. the bullet in the head and the, who, and the other guy that was with them. Yeah. If anyone's mm-hmm. on the live chat with Heather right now mm-hmm. and you want to do a little Google and yeah. <laughs> tell us what happened to the other two guys because mm-hmm. I hope they're in jail mm-hmm. and they were caught. Yeah. 
So then we move on to an even more fun crime with <laughs> Richard Matt. At least they led us up to that and didn't start with with Matt. Good point. Because that would have been rough. Jeez, this was hard to watch. <laughs> this episode was really difficult. These characters yeah. are so fully developed. Granted, they're real people. Yes. But, yeah. But they I did really a good felt job. like Benicio Del Toro yeah. was that character. Yes. He did Absolutely. such a good job. Mm-hmm. So, I also heard in the podcast, apparently this was um, an employer who had done him wrong and had fired him. And so, he had heard through the grapevine, this guy has money. Let me go rob him. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, torture him until he gives me money. But he was so hopped up. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows? But clearly, yeah, clearly on drugs. And then it was surprising to me that he goes to, like, with him in the Mm -hmm. trunk, that he goes and has, like, hookers or whoever, (laughs) you know, and then shows them. And it's like he really didn't care for human life. And it, it was just only proven even more when he ends up you know the way he ends up dismembering him mm-hmm. it just yeah he he was somebody that i did not um empathize with yeah I, n- I never so. thought he was a good person right i just thought he was really charismatic which is yeah obviously why he got yes. all of the perks that he did mm-hmm. um but yeah i even put like picking up women and showing them the body so dumb why? Because I would assume that they probably were somehow questioned mm-hmm. when they eventually arrested him because right. they showed him this guy who was yeah. tied up. I feel like he didn't, he clearly wasn't thinking about getting caught. I mean, oh, no. He, I mean, he did get scared because he watched that movie and then he was like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Like, I'm gonna go do this and, you know, throw him into the, the lake. But yeah. I still, he couldn't have believed that he was gonna get away with it. Unless he was just so drugged up that he thought, yeah, I'm like, you know, he was like powerful. Oh, Uh, yeah. I feel like the drugs made him feel like very invincible. Yeah. He seemed like proud of what he had done. I think I wrote that down that he was proud. Like after he he was celebrating what he was doing, which is, yeah, just so disturbing. Well, yeah, because he duct taped this guy's whole face to keep him quiet while he was in the trunk, which I don't think he intended on that killing him. I think he was too messed up to be like, oh, that's going to kill him. Like, hello, of course he's going to suffocate. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah, then he watches this thing on TV that shows, like, a a dead body, like, bobbing up in the water. And he's like, oh, shoot, I got to cut this guy up into a million pieces, and then they won't find him. Right. It's like, what if an arm washes up on the shore? Like, you don't think that's going to be a little weird and... But clearly this is why he has the nickname Hacksaw. Right. Makes sense. It all makes sense. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who are like, why do they call him Hacksaw? This is why. But I was like, how horrible that this guy had to suffocate. And he didn't even probably have the money. No, because I think in the end he believed that he didn't have the money and then he was just upset about that. And that's why he, you know, he got frustrated and was like, well, now what can we do? I have to kill him now. Yeah, what do I do with you now? Yeah. So... (laughs) Well, on to a more fun topic before yeah. <laughs> we move on. So, guys, before we move on to the next topic, we just want to say thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we need your help. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube, give us ratings on iTunes, leave us a comment. Because being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to me because I get to meet amazing people like Heather. We've done three shows together. Mm -hmm. um, And it's just been an all-around amazing experience to meet other creatives. So Mm -hmm. help us and thank you all for supporting us and doing what we love. So thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. Um, So on to another fun topic. We got to talk about Tilly's flashback because, wow. 
Tilly, yeah. She, after I saw all three flashbacks, I was like, Tilly was the worst out of all of them. Mm -hmm. They might have murdered people, but she, like, ruined people's lives while they were still living. Yeah. It was really messed up. Yeah, disturbing on a different level for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Very... Manipulative and cray cray. Yeah. Tilly's a little cray cray. Gosh. I said, this woman is a hot mess. That was Because mm-hmm. it seemed like she had this decent marriage to this guy, which I didn't know that she was married before Lyle. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had this kid together and they seemed decently mm-hmm. doing well. And they were working at what seemed like a sweatshop. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know what they were making. Did you catch what they were sewing? Uh, I'm not sure, but I did think it was funny, the kind of role reversal where she started off in yes. kind of where the the prisoners are now. Uh, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely, definitely a sweatshop. Yeah, it was some, esque. yeah, I don't know what they were making, but um, her husband works with her there and then Lyle also works there mm-hmm. and it turns out she's having an affair with Lyle. So this is obviously a pattern. I don't know why I was Tilly. surprised. I know, I was like, Lyle's there? Huh, what? Yeah, <sighs> Lyle was the yeah. other man? Right. Scenario. And I thought her husband was kind of good looking. <laughs> Way better looking like, than good Lyle. Good catch, good catch, yeah. That's what I couldn't understand, like, why, what was so bad about him? But, cl- well, clearly it's not about the person, you know. It's, it's the it's, rush? Yeah, the thrill, and I yeah. don't know, she doesn't care how, I mean, she clearly doesn't care how she treats people, so, you know. I think she just wanted to be wanted. Yeah. And Lyle probably ogled at her or something mm-hmm. and she thought that was sexy yeah. I don't know but she ends up having an affair with him her husband finds out and he threatens to take their son so her genius plan is to have Lyle confront him in the bathroom but not reciprocate any physical punches so it seems like this guy's dangerous right? giving her a reason to take the son completely but mm-hmm. then the husband signs his rights away mm-hmm. why, do, why do you think he did that because he could have gone to jail. Like, I'll I'll prosecute you for Gosh. abusing Lyle if you don't do this. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was scared. Um, maybe he didn't want to deal with what Tilly could bring him. Oh, yeah. You know? Bring down uh, the pain. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more that we didn't see of how crazy she could get, essentially. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I did think it was absolutely terrible. The way that she got him to sign the papers, you know? Yeah, and it's so sad because then the son's like, but I already have a dad. She's like, no, you're going to call Lyle dad. Right. Yeah, he took a punch for me. I'll never forget that. Clearly, she doesn't live. None of these people <laughs> live in reality. No. So uh, that was, yeah, that was really hard to watch. Um, yeah, it was. But I do think that the reason why maybe she couldn't give Lyle those pills, mm-hmm. I think this is like the deep-seated history they have together that Mm -hmm. he did do something so huge for her Mm, yeah that i really think that is the only way she loves him or yeah she kind of remembered where they came from yeah exactly they were kind of in it together yeah and then somebody somebody at the sweatshop i think like mentions the job at the prison and so that those seeds get Mm -hmm. planted that Mm -hmm. obviously she can't stay there because everybody knows she's a cheater right and then interesting knowing this now that Lyle Lyle had to have known she was cheating when the rumors were going on. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's interesting that he mm-hmm. chose to turn his head 
rather than confront her earlier on about it and really like make her say, yes, I'm having an affair or whatever, you know, doing whatever yeah. with the, the inmates. Because he knows. Oh, yeah. He just he's the it. OG. He's the, he's, he was the first one. Yeah. For, who knows if he's the first yeah, one? Yeah, probably not. But I just don't think he wanted to believe it. Yeah. I think he's like, we've been through too much. I've done too much for her. Mm-hmm. I don't want to believe she I would. Have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would she do this to me? Um, so that wrapped up to episode six mm-hmm. with. Very good episode. One of my favorites. Really, mm-hmm. really cool. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. So we're now we're in episode seven where I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know how I knew the ending as far as what happened to each of them, but I didn't know all the details. So mm-hmm. it was a freaking journey. It was like an hour yeah. and 40 minutes of just like edge of my seat biting. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I was like, how are they going to survive in the woods with no food? Obviously, they were bouncing around cabins, but how long could you really do that for? And like, look, yeah. they're so thirsty and like ravenous. I don't. I'd like. I'd like to have seen more of how that actually worked because yeah. they were out there for so long. I but. wondered what was in their backpacks, mm-hmm. like what they took out of the prison with them. Yeah, it's not yeah. like they could take a bunch of food and water, right? So what did they take? Right. I don't know. <laughs> their only belongings. I know, which is I like, guess. what do you even have? Because they got most yeah. of it out of like commissary, and mm-hmm. I don't. know. It was interesting. Um, so we start the we start that episode with like kind of the frenzy of day one of mm-hmm. like okay the governor's getting informed, mm-hmm. um, Tilly got released from the hospital and so I think she was ultra nervous because she knew what was coming yeah and they kind of immediately come to her house mm-hmm. she's one of the first stops do you think they suspected her from the beginning or do you think they were just interviewing everybody I'm I'm sure just by asking around then her name True. would come up quite a bit probably her and Jean. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then Jean, we see Jean like burning all the paintings that oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt ever gave, and that probably killed mm-hmm. him to do that. And, and Tilly cutting up the bathing suits and unpacking her suitcase. So, you know, they were smart enough to know they were doing wrong things yes. that could get yes. them incriminated. Oh, 100%. So the police are obviously involved at this point. The governor gets to kind of go in the cell and go mm-hmm. down in the uh, where the steam pipe is, and everybody seems rather impressed. Yeah. Like, by the situation. It's, it is impressive. <laughs> it was very impressive, impressive yeah. what these guys did. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we go and see the guys out in the forest, it's so interesting, the role reversal that happened, because Matt was, like, the top dog in prison, and mm-hmm. Sweat kind of did all the grunt work, but then it seems like Sweat is, like, leading the... Yeah. Wherever they move, or, like, mm-hmm. hiding from helicopters. It's definitely more of the survivalist. Yeah. So I'm, I'm surprised that they stuck together for so long. But then it does seem mm-hmm. like you'd want that companion, and oh, you yeah. would feel like you could survive longer, you know, together rather than separate. But Matt, even in the, you know, the end, he's still careless. He was just so careless. So dumb. You know, so I felt like his personality in episode six still matched his personality totally. in episode seven, where he felt untouchable. Yeah, because as they're going through the woods, like even when they're hiding from the helicopter, he like won't leave his shoe. Yeah, and Sweat's like leave the leave just, the damn just shoe. no urgency, like, no urgency yeah. whatsoever. Um, so they're moving from place to place. Um, my heart's pounding that whole time. Mm-hmm. So Tilly's getting questioned by the police, so she re- she's at this grocery store and recognizes the police officer that came to her house and does the dumbest thing and goes up to him and she's like, um. I think I might be in a little bit of trouble of losing my job. And he was like, okay, let me read you your rights first. And she still didn't get it. 
And, Gosh, and she t- she tells him about this the painting that Matt did for her, and you just saw that cop's face light up. Like he yeah. was kind of like, "Will you call me if you think right. of anything else?" Because this is she, clearly something she wanted to get caught too. Why? Like, I, I wonder why. why. I feel like she probably felt guilty that she. Or maybe she thought she was helping them or something, but I think she felt guilty that she couldn't go pick them up or she had cold feet, yep. and then she's like, well, what can I do? And I think she wants to, t- like, she wants to talk about yeah. it. You know, she can't keep a secret. She wants to talk to somebody, and That's unfortunately, true. she goes to talk to the police, which is not good for her. No, and apparently, but... she, apparently she did it four times in yeah. seven days, so she kept going in. Right. And offering bits of right. not, information. Not smart, clearly. Yeah, I'm like wondering what the other times yeah. what she said. Like, I don't think it would have mattered anyways, even if she didn't do that. But it just goes to show, you know. What kind of person th- she is. Right. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if she told them about the meat. And I wonder if that's what led them to Jean. Because mm. I don't ultimately know who ratted on Jean. Mm-hmm. Because he got in trouble. Right. So. Right. I don't really know. I'm guess that's a guess. Yeah. Um, and she also tells that officer that she didn't do anything in return for the painting. And the whole time I'm like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. stupid, stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so the guys find a cabin. They spend one night there. Um, but Sweat finds a bunch of booze. Mm-hmm. And he tries to immediately hide them from Matt. And Matt's like, what is that? Yeah. And then he takes, like, what, like three bottles of bourbon with yeah. him? See, it's... Uh... Like, that's really going to bog you down when you're Mm-mm. climbing through the freaking forest. Yeah. But I got to have my whiskey. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Just, yeah, he just doesn't care. Yeah, I was like, he's just not very smooth about anything. So he just keeps getting drunk as they're walking through the woods, which is super frustrating. And then we finally see Tilly get arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she knows it. Yeah, she's like they're there for they're there for me. They're here for me. And she take kept, the chicken. Take out, the chicken. You know? She was so worried <laughs> like, about the chicken. Yeah, <laughs> like Lyle would have no way of feeding himself. Yeah, like he'd be totally clueless without her. Um. So yeah, she talks about the chicken. I put haha. Um. <laughs> we see her getting taken to the room where the whole series began, which I thought was super yes. cool. Mm-hmm. I like the full circle. Yeah, because mm-hmm. now it's all from we're looking at Tilly mm-hmm. instead of looking at the back of her head. Because mm-hmm. now we've seen, now we know everything. And at that point, it had been twelve days, so it didn't take them very long to arrest her, arrest her, mm-hmm. and figure her out. Um, so the guys find river water during the same time, and Sweat's like, "It's bad, it's bad," and Matt just drinks it anyway because he's a moron. So now he has to like totally poop his pants. And Sweat cleans it up. What? Yeah, so they find this cabin in another cabin, and he goes and totally ruins the bathroom, and he's like, dude, that's DNA. You're so stupid. And then he's like, clean it up. It just gets progressively more and more unreal. Yeah, I'm like, this probably actually happened. Yeah, but honestly, at that point, Sweat finds the gun, and Mm -hmm. he could just... I say just cut ties, be like, hey, man, I'll meet you on the other side. You know, like, <laughs> I'll see you in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And I think that if he had earlier, he he would have made it. Oh, he would have mm-hmm. made it 100%. Yeah, so he finds the gun, and then they also mm-hmm. watch themselves on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then Matt's excited about Tilly being arrested. Yeah, he's like, you she know? deserved it. Yeah. yeah. They got her. But also, I'm like, that maybe she would maybe tell them something like hey they told me they want to go to mexico like why mm-hmm. would you be excited about that she yeah. knows stuff yeah 
But Sweat also saw that they were calling him a cop killer, and he's like, I didn't kill that cop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, once again. Still, he still can't get over it. No. When it's not very vital to be worrying about that at that point. Yeah, it's like, how the hell are you going to mm-hmm. get out of this scenario? So they hear a guy and his dog come home because that cabin wasn't abandoned. Mm-hmm. There was like running water and everything. It's like, how? Wh- what did you think? Yeah. That this person was never coming back? So somehow they make mm-hmm. it out, but I'm assuming that guy must have called the cops. For sure. And that's how they got to that area mm-hmm. in general. Um, so back in the real world, um, there's a lot of press around Tilly's house. They're kind of yelling things at Lyle. Her son goes to see her and asks, like, are the rumors true? Were mm-hmm. you sleeping with them? And I don't remember what she says. I don't remember. She doesn't she, deny it. She just kind of avoids. Yeah. She. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then he just says they can't get her out, you know, because of the bail. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't, she's like, that's a lot of money. She's mad about it. Well, I mean, obviously she's upset about it, but yeah. Well, Tilly is just yeah. You're like, do you think planet? You know where you work, <laughs> right? Like, you know your where your husband does. You know you're not going to get out. So they run away from this cabin, and one when, when they're in the woods trying to figure out their next you know move or whatever, Matt tells that story about how he ran away from his foster home mm-hmm. with a horse, and I'm like, oh, the horse. Now everything makes sense. <laughs> I totally forgot about the horse. Now. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he rode a horse mm-hmm. for like 12 days. And then, oh, oh, my God. Thank you. Thank just you like that. that. <laughs> it's just, I'm yeah. awake. Uh, I was like, now we know about the horse stuff. So the final, final parts of this episode come when they are almost to a, a road and they see a cop. Mm-hmm. And Matt is like, there's our ride. Like, what was he planning on doing? Killing the cop? Probably. Because they had guns. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He had a shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, the, yeah. where Sweat got the, the regular gun, mm-hmm. Matt found the shotgun. Of yeah. course, it makes sense that he would find the shotgun. Yeah, you know? such a fucking weirdo. <gasps> so, um, they see the cop car, and so as Matt is, like, approaching the cop car, Sweat just starts backing away. Mm-hmm. And at first I'm like... Oh my god, he's gonna leave him. Mm-hmm. Did you think that's what was happening at that? I at thought that I I thought that Matt would catch on. I I didn't think he would do it alone per se. Mm-hmm. If if Sweat started running the opposite way, um, or that he would turn around and be like, "Hey, where are you going, man?" Right, or maybe shoot at him. You know, true. At, at that point, there was really no rhyme or reason with <laughs> what he was doing, but it was no. a terrible idea. To try and go kill the cop or take the car and escape in a cop car. I was just laughing because I'm like, you must be wasted Mm -hmm. to be like, this is our ride. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. This Mm -hmm. is our, in a cop car. So Sweat makes a run for it. He no longer wants to hitch his wagon to this crazy person. Matt doesn't end up doing anything with the cop. Instead, he wanders Mm -hmm. after he realizes he's alone. He finds this motor home Mm -hmm. and he kind of hides out there. So the next day, which is day 21... He's, like, camped out, like, watching the road, mm-hmm. and he just sees a car drive by and just lets out a shot. So do you think that was to scare the person into stopping, and then he was going to, like, attack them and take their car? Yeah, I, I did think that he wanted to kill that person or just hijack the car. I did think he did that. Um, but then he didn't really follow through because he acc- Because he accidentally let the shotgun off again, and it scared the guy. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Right, and the guy ran away. And that guy probably called the cops and was like, "Yeah, 
For sure, because yeah. then they caught they got him like right after that. Yeah, right? and there were so many yeah. cops. It was like yeah. SWAT team and mm-hmm. and camo, and he's so stupid because he starts coughing. Mm-hmm. He's like trying to hide from them, and he starts coughing, and then they're like, "Show me your hands!" Yeah, and he goes for his gun. They, yeah, they were gonna kill him. They were gonna kill him no matter what. It's like, like, dude, there's like yeah. 25 guys with yeah. guns pointed at you. You I think you're going to kill them all? I don't think he intended to go back to prison. That's true. I guess he was like, I might as well just yeah, get it over with. because he was so just volatile and careless with all of his actions. So I don't true. think he really cared either way. Yeah. So I think he was, he accepted it. Yeah, like, or he's like, I'm, I'm going to go out with a bang and at least yeah, shoot exactly. at somebody. Totally, totally. It's just so silly. Um I said that was his demise. They mm-hmm. find him. And then meanwhile, Sweat is hiding out in this radio tower, and he hears on the radio mm-hmm. that they've caught Matt. So he knows they're on his tail. They're somewhere close, but we don't really know where Sweat is at this point. We don't know how long mm-hmm. he's been. I guess it's been two days, and he's been running. Um, so he gets finally, Sweat gets to the stretch of road, mm-hmm. and it looks so peaceful. Did you notice that? Yeah. I almost thought, okay, is this the is this kind of like the border right on yeah. the other side? Is this like his you know final move? I was like, go around, don't go through the middle. I what know. are you doing out in plain what sight? What are you doing during the day, or at least wait on the side or something till night? Yeah, I feel he he deserved to get caught for doing that. Yeah, that was, was yeah. stupid, and I think he was just <laughs> desperate. He had yeah. to have known that he was close because he was checking his compass and, and the maps and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then he just got eager and greedy. And Yep. Yep, because then he crossed the road, and sure enough, a cop pulls up. Right. Is like, hey, and he turns He's like, show me your hands. He turns around, shows the cop his hands. Yeah. The cop immediately recognizes yeah. him, I think, or just knew it was somebody uh, that was doing something. Yeah, I think it took, it, it took like a second, mm-hmm. but then he definitely knew. Like, yeah. oh, this is this is David Sweat. Mm-hmm. So he starts running. He's like, I don't have a weapon. I don't have a weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to prevent anything from happening. And then finally the cop shoots him in the shoulder. And mm-hmm. and that, you know, and what we hear over kind of like the news reporting is that he was just a few miles away from Canada. Yeah, like four miles or something. Four miles. Yeah. Could you imagine the rest of your life, the regret? <sighs> Did you want him to escape? Because I was rooting yes! for him. I was like, go, go, go. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was absolutely yeah. terrible what he did to that cop. Right. But at the same time, he was just so... Mm-hmm. I don't know if he got like... What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, what do they say about prison? They want to like re... Rehabilitate. Re- yeah. Yeah. Rehabilitate. <laughs> revamp them. Uh, rehabilitate. And I felt like he maybe had become a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In prison for the 12 years he was in there. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think yeah. he would have done harm mm-hmm. the way Matt would have if he I agree. Wouldn't. I agree. Uh, yeah. So that, oh, it just made me so sad. At, so, he, at least he, he didn't die. So he didn't good. die. He didn't die. But then we, you know, we're back in the real world. So now we have Sweat in the hospital recovering. Bonnie Hunt's character comes as inspector general to talk mm-hmm. to him. And she asks him why he didn't leave the night before. You could have you could have left, and then she says because you made it twenty one miles in twenty one days with Richard Matt, but you made it eighteen miles in two days without him, and he would have gotten away if you had left him sooner. Mm-hmm. So in prison, he says your word is all you have. Yeah. So I never thought about leaving him behind. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it really does. But at least he has integrity, I guess. Right. I mean, that's redeeming. <laughs> You know, that this is why TV is awesome. Yeah, the complicated characters. Yeah, um, and so then we see Tilly talking to Lyle. She's about to have her trial. 
Mm-hmm. And she said, Lyle says, your lawyer says it could be three to seven years. And he says, I knew you were having an affair <laughs> when you started ordering off the diet menu at King Walk. <laughs> but then he acts like yeah. he's not really going to wait for her. He kind of gives her... Mm-hmm. He's kind of not as, like, nice Lyle as he was right. in the past. He was finally cold to her and, like, let me show you how much you hurt me. Yeah. Good for you, Lyle. Right. But then but he's waiting for her. He's still waiting because yeah. he's a sucker. Um, mm-hmm. And so the very last thing we see is uh, Tilly reading her kind of plea to the judge to a prison guard, <gasps> a young, handsome prison guard. And she's like, my lawyer says I have to sound apologetic. So she, you know she's not even sad. She's not right. even sorry. No. She's no. Just like, do I sound sorry? And then he's like, well, I like to throw a party for prisoners the night before they go to their trial, if you're interested. And she doesn't say no, because she'll never change. Mm -mm. Tilly, you never Mm -mm. change. You know she was going to get down and dirty with that guy. I I wonder if that was accurate, if that's a true detail to the story. I mean, it's a nice, it, it ties it up nicely. Yeah. You know, for the show. It might not be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's everything we have to cover um, on these last two parts. I'm so sad. I know. I'm but so sad. So satisfying. Yes. I really I really am satisfied with, with this. Yes. So, it was, it was a, a very great, great series. Yeah, it was a great series. Um, I love anything that is a true story. I think it's very yeah. interesting. Because um, then you can Google nonstop on what they're right. doing now. That's exactly what I did. So I let's like, get to our special doing? segment because we have another uh, escapee Woo-hoo. to talk about. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yes. We're getting out. This week's escapee, uh, I apologize for the pronunciation, <laughs> uh, Vasilis Peliokostas, Greek, uh, a.k.a. the Uncatchable, a.k.a. the Robin Hood of Greece. Nice. So he is Greece's most wanted fugitive. And uh, just a little bit about his background. He grew up in a mountain town village area rumored to like not own shoes and very um, kind rural. of, yeah, very rural. And he grew up stealing food for his family. So okay. kind of it reminded me of Aladdin. When yes, I was, yes, there you go. <laughs> thinking about it, a little street rat. <laughs> um, anyways, he's known for kidnapping and bank robberies. Sometimes he would uh, rob a bank two times a day. And he was never violent, and some of his kidnapping victims even had nice things to say about him. Wow. Right. Yeah. They were like, he's a very clever man, very nice. And his his plan, he had a good plan. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> he had a good plan. So he, he kidnapped um, a Greek industrialist and a CEO for ransom money. And then the way he got his Robin Hood name is that he would actually give the money, most of it, to poor families in need. Well, that's nice. Right. So in 2000, he was convicted of kidnapping and robbery and sentenced to 25 years in prison. Six short years after, he and an accomplice escaped via a helicopter. It's like Fast and the Furious up in here. His brother... <laughs> got a helicopter and landed it in the prison exercise yard. They climbed inside and took off. And the guards let it happen because they thought it was an impromptu visit from the prison inspector. They were like, how could anyone really escape by helicopter, you know? So they didn't do anything about it until they were already gone. They continued committing crimes and Mm -hmm. were captured two years later. One year after that, they they hadn't been sent, resentenced yet um, or tried for those later crimes. 
They escaped again from the same prison via another helicopter. How have we not learned anything? Right. Uh, they knew that it worked the first time. So, yeah, the wow. prison guards were like, this could never happen again, right? They could yeah. never escape again via helicopter. But they um, did. But uh, Paleocostas was never captured, and he is still a fugitive. I wonder um, if he's still alive. I'm assuming. There's, yeah, there's a million-dollar reward for him. So I wonder where he's at. Uh, that'd be really interesting <laughs> to hear his story. Yes. The accomplice was reapprehended. He did not get so lucky. Um, so, but, I mean, somebody had to get caught. But, yeah, this guy. So uh, there's there was a little poster um, that I found online is if he, you know, they talk about this being a Hollywood story. Oh, it is. So that, you know, he was titled The Uncatchable and... Uh, you know, you see the helicopters and everything like that. So it, it is a very Hollywood story. Yes, it is. You know, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of more Hollywood stories, um, Syracuse.com reported what it was like for the cast and crew of mm-hmm. Escape at Dannemora to film in upstate New York um, as they filmed in the actual prison in some of the mountains, the woods, the hills. Um, so Dannemora, I guess, was the actual town. Um, so it says going up to Danamora, seeing the woods, the mountains, the hills, seeing the town, then seeing the prison and the prison wall. I don't think you know what it's like till you've been in, said actor Paul Dano in a behind-the-scenes video for Showtime. Escape at Danamora was filmed on location in Danamora and other parts of the area, including a cabin where the escaped convicts hid out, which is super cool, mm. and where Sweat was recaptured. One scene includes the actual manhole outside the maximum security prison where Sweat and Matt use power tools and an elaborate series of tunnels to escape, mm-hmm. sparking weeks-long manhunt. So Ben Stiller told USA Today he based much of the script on the New York Inspector General's report on the escape and interviews with Sweat, Joyce Mitchell, and prison officials. So several real-life people involved in the manhunt, including a tactical team, a sheriff's deputy, a nurse, and a man who came upon the convicts hiding out in his cabin. Mm. Um, Ben Stiller said, my goal with the show was to have it be as accurate as possible, and I felt the best way to tell the story would be to have as many people of the real people who actually went through it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they actually got to talk to David Sweat. Um, and I guess he still sees himself as the mastermind, brilliant person behind all the smart things that were done to escape. And also, <laughs> he acts like he's an innocent person. Mm. Um, but he says by a bunch of unfortunate incidents that were out of his control, there he is. And that's kind of the sociopathic game. Yeah, wow. Um, I also just want to say congratulations to Ben Stiller for winning Best Director for a limited series or TV movie at the 71st, I can't talk, Director's Guild Awards. <laughs> I was like, DGA. Um, over the weekend, so congrats oh, awesome. to Mr. Stiller. Yeah. Um, and coming up for Ben Stiller, he has a lot of things in his slate for 2019. Um, under his banner of Red Hour Films, he is executive producing the TV show In the Dark about Ooh. a young blind woman trying to solve her friend's murder. And he's also producing three films that are currently in post-production, Friendsgiving, Dinner in America, and Plus One. So we will be on Busy the lookout man. for all of that. Um, so instead of predictions, I just want to let you guys know really quick where everybody ended up in this mm-hmm. story. Uh, Tilly ended up pleading guilty for her felony charge, so she's currently serving her sentence. Jean Palmer served only four months for misconduct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lyle is waiting for Tilly to come home. <laughs> Uh, Sweat was transferred to a prison in Buffalo where he's under 24-hour surveillance in solitary confinement. So for years now, he's been in solitary confinement. And Matt's body was claimed by his children, whom he had sent uh, some of his art Mm -hmm. to before he escaped. Yeah, and then we got to see some of that. Some of the art. It was like George Bush and Hillary Clinton. Very strange things. Like a cat crying (laughs) in a basket. (laughs) 
Well, that's it for us, guys. Heather, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at 500 Days of Heather. And you guys can find me at LesliePowers15 and on Instagram at LMPowers15. And as always, I'm your host, Leslie Powers. And Heather and I have had such a great time yes, doing this show. Truly. Thank you guys so much for watching. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 